There is a people group who many Christians ignore. There is a people group who the Lord in his heart has a special place for. There is a people group who all the way through the scriptures, the Lord says, I want you to protect this group of people. Which group of people am I talking about? Well, before I reveal the answer to you, first, let me tell you about this famous American pastor. This pastor said, my favorite people in the world, the people I look up to, my heroes, they're not theologians, they're not celebrities. It's this ordinary couple in their 60s. Why is this couple so special? Well, they are very ordinary people. The man, he's a mechanic, and the woman, she's a hairdresser. But together, they made a decision at 60 years old to do something quite incredible. They have just adopted their 11th child out of the foster care system. And that really blows me away. Because if you think about it, most people in their 60s are thinking about slowing down. Most people in their 60s are thinking about winding down and retiring. But this 60-year-old couple has decided to have 11 foster children running around their house. But when you hear the reason why this couple made this decision, I believe it will blow you away. They said, how come if it says in the Bible, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world? How come if the Bible says the best thing you can do as a Christian is to visit orphans, is to look after orphans, why is it in America there are 800,000 orphans in the foster care system? And supposedly, at the same time in America, there are meant to be millions and millions of Bible-believing Christians. Why does that not add up? And when I heard that, it convicted me greatly and it made me think and made me look at my own life. So, what is the people group who God wants us to defend? Well, it's the vulnerable, the poor, the widow, the orphan. It's us to be a voice for the voiceless, to cry out to every mother who has a child in their womb that has been knitted together by God and cry out to them and say, Mothers, please don't do it. To cry out for every widow who's been downtrodden, who has no husband to protect her. To cry out for every child that does not have a father or mother to wrap their arms around them. No, it's to love those who are unloved, to protect those who need protecting, and to care for those who have never been cared for. That is our responsibility as Christians. Listen to me. I praise God for every unbeliever who puts clothes on the back of those who are cold. I praise God for every unbeliever who feeds the poor, who cares for the hungry, who looks after the needs of those who need justice. But I've got to say this. It is not the job of the non-Christian to care for the poor. No, God has entrusted that to his people. And woe to us, shame on us, when the unbeliever does the Lord's work better than the Lord's people. The Bible says they have grown fat. They are sleek. Yes, they surpass the deeds of the wicked. They do not plead the cause, the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper and the rights of the needy they do not defend. Oh, my dear friends, when did our hearts grow so cold? After we've eaten three meals every single day for years and years, how did we forget about the needs of the hungry? After we have a warm roof over our head, why is it we so often forget about those who have no shelter? While we spend hours and hours entertaining ourselves on social media or on Netflix, on our smartphones, why is it we've forgotten about those who have absolutely nothing? Right now as we speak, there is a widow in Moldova who is lonely 
and she has no husband to protect her. Right now as we speak there is an orphan in Burkina Faso who has no mother, no father to tuck them into bed each night and to say it's okay. You're doing a great job, son. Right now, as we speak, there is a group, a massive group of Christians in the north of Nigeria who are being destroyed. And there is no news reporter, there is no media coverage over this terrible injustice that is happening to the people of God right now. And it is your job and it is my job to cry out, enough is enough. These are God's people who God made and we need to love them and we need to protect them and we need to defend the cause of the weak. I want to tell you something. I can't say this about many verses, but this verse that I'm about to read to you haunts me when I think about the reality of it. Proverbs 21 verse 13 says, Whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be heard. Why should we expect the living God to hear our prayers to open his eyes, to open his ears, to when we call out to him, when we've spent our lives shutting our eyes, ignoring the needs of those around us who are crying out for help. Why should we expect the Lord to have compassion on us when we cry out to him in our hour of need, when we did not show compassion to those who cried out to us in their hour of need? But hey now, there's something I forgot to emphasize and it's this. Jesus said it is better to give and to receive. And the man or the woman who lends to the poor lends to the Lord. A number of years ago I was preaching with one of my best friends in a small village in England when after we'd finished street preaching we noticed that one of the shops had a massive big sale on. It had literally hundreds of discounted shoes. So my friend who is not a rich man by any stretch of the imagination he walked into the shoe shop and said if I gave you 500 pounds, 500 English pounds, how many shoes can you give me? And the man said I could give you dozens dozens and dozens of shoes. And my friend said, brilliant, I'll take them. You see, what I want to do is, I want to send over a massive big truckload of shoes and clothes to my friends over in Armenia. Because there's a ministry over there, Christians are doing this ministry work and they give clothes to the poor and shoes to those who cannot afford to buy shoes. Anyway, a couple of days later, I'm again in the car with my friend. My friend looks at me and says, do you remember last week when I bought all of those shoes? I said, yes, I do. He said, well, you're never going to believe this, but just today, a man approached me and he gave me a check of how much money? 500 pounds. And then he said, Joe, Christians don't realise just what they're missing out on. When you have a big vision of God, big things happen. But when you only have a small vision of God, only small things happen. And my dear precious believer, it's true, isn't it? God is no man's debtor. And if we step out in faith, very rarely does God leave us empty-handed. Now, I have no right to tell you what to do with your money. That's between you and the Lord. Because every single one of us will one day stand before the Lord God and he will say, I gave you X amount of money and this is how you stewarded it. But suppose there's someone watching now and you feel like this message was for you and you feel like you do have a desire to give to the poor, but you're saying, Joe, I don't really know where I should give my money. Well, if I may, could I share with you four Christian charities who I personally really believe 
leaving. And no one has asked me to make this video. It's actually something I feel I should have done a long time ago. Number one, Armenia Ministries. Now, this isn't to be confused with the theological position. Armenia is a small little country on the border of Turkey. And actually, 26% of the population of those who live there are living in total poverty. They really do know what it is to be poor. My friend who I was telling you about before, this is the ministry he worked with to send the clothes across in those containers. I actually know the couple who run this ministry. I've met them a couple of times and they really are a humble couple. They help the poor, they give to widows, they help the disabled, they run Bible clubs. They've got a team over there who is basically working around the clock to make sure they're doing the Lord's work and sending out the gospel and helping the poor people in the name of Jesus. So if you would like to give to their ministry or if you'd like to send clothes across or if you'd just like to receive their newsletter and pray for them, please fill out the contact page and I'm sure someone will get back to you very shortly. Number two, the Metropolitan Mission in India. The Metropolitan Mission is an orphanage which homes nearly a hundred children. They run a school, they educate the children, and they teach the children all about Jesus Christ. But not only do they do work with children, they also employ, if you like, evangelists and send them out to reach the lost. Again, this is just a small little work which don't even have a website. They're actually looked after and overseen by the Association of Evangelists. And again, they don't have a donate button so if you'd like to give to this ministry please fill out a contact form and you'll be told how you can help support this work which is so vital and which is helping many children in India. Number three, the Slavic Gospel Association. SGA is a missionary society which supports missionaries, churches and provides aid and shelter and food for the poor and the needy. They operate in many countries including Romania, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia and Serbia. And if you'd like to find out more about how you can support them and how you can even help in this very current Ukraine crisis, please also visit their website. And lastly, number four, Open Doors. I'd guess out of the four ministries I've named, perhaps you've heard of Open Doors more than the other ones. It was founded by the evangelist called Brother Andrew, also known as the God Smuggler, because he used to smuggle Bibles beneath the Iron Curtain. Today, Open Doors supports more than 60 countries, countries where it is incredibly dangerous to be a Christian. We're talking about places like North Korea, like Nigeria and Afghanistan which has recently been named the most dangerous place to be a Christian in 2022. If you'd like to know more about how you can support the work of Open Doors and how you can give to those Christians who really are struggling to, to be bold about their faith when there's so much persecution on their shoulders, please do visit their website. I'll leave a link in the description box and also follow the link that you can see on the screen right now. Guys, there is a heap of other ministries and charities I could have named then. And I do apologise if I've not named one which is particularly dear to your heart. I just wanted to give you a taster and perhaps expose you to some ministries you've never heard of before. But I do wonder now, I think people are probably thinking the word progressive Christian as I've started to talk about charity. If you'd like to know my views on progressive Christianity, please click here. And if you haven't yet subscribed, please do consider subscribing. I see it as an utter privilege to share the gospel and to share the words of the Bible with you every week. So please do consider joining us in this endeavour. God bless you all and thank you for watching.